Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. As expected, the U.S. Federal Reserve raised rates by 75 basis points for the fourth time in a row. And the move lifts the Fed's benchmark to a 3.75% to 4% range from nearly zero in March. But Fed Chair Jerome Powell has left little doubt that he's prepared to push rates as high as needed to stamp out inflation, saying that incoming data since the last meeting suggests that ultimate level of interest rates will be higher than previously expected. And joining us on the phone to help us break all of this down is Alvin Liu, Senior Economist at UOB. Alvin, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Okay, so the U.S. Fed has hiked their interest rate 75 basis points. (laughs) Was this in line with your expectations? I think this was pretty much in line, well telegraphed, with most of market expectations, including ours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think there was a big surprise in terms of the 75 basis points. Mm. But I think the language itself was the one that may have caused a bit of a... There, there was a, quite a bit of a mix in within the language. First mm-hmm. off, of course, the key thing was he said that uh, this they are not done yet, definitely. So mm-hmm. the, there will be still more hikes coming. But he also highlighted that what they had previously put as the term, uh, the uh, the suggested rate, the level of terminal rate, right? Mm-hmm. Seems to be, to, to be, it should be higher than that. Mm. So now we are seeing market participants, including ourselves, pushing out the the terminal rate higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have lifted it higher to 5%, but uh, there are uh, some out there that are looking at even much higher terminal rates from the Fed. Mm, so he basically had this mixed uh, hawkish tilt toward higher rates with a dovish nod to a possible near-term downshift. I mean, why why is he doing this? Why, during his speech, why couldn't he just take one side, just a dovish side or a hawkish side? Well, <clears throat> I think um, there is Mm, there could be many reasons behind it, but uh, first let us talk about this, the pivot itself, mm-hmm. whereby I think the fact, the fact is that this has been the fourth consecutive and five basis points hike, mm-hmm. and that has been a very aggressive nature in the in the current cycle, but then again, we are seeing the US facing above 8% inflation right now, so then it must be, it's, uh, it's really about their credentials, about trying to uh, curb control the inflation um, situation which they are looking at in the U.S. at the moment. Mm. And actually, the, um, the the situation is also not unique, whereby we also see a lot of other places, including Europe, including many parts of Asia, seeing uh, quite significant inflation increases. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think um, there will also be a mix within the... We, we, are, we are postulating perhaps that within the group itself, the policymakers, they are increasingly some of the participants that are looking a bit more uncomfortable at this mm. strong rate of increases, which would actually definitely impact on the the aggregate demand and definitely the um, economic activity levels within the country itself. So mm. I think it's a fine balancing act because right now the U.S. growth, um, if you look from the third quarter GDP, they had a decent rebound in growth, mm-hmm. but inflation is really quite high. But some of the factors are coming down. If you look at the PMI numbers, the IM7 manufacturing numbers, they mm-hmm. are coming off. The one thing strange about for them, uh, but not perhaps not say strange, but 
the labor market is exceptionally strong right now mm. and very tight. Yeah, so there's a quite a few things to balance for them. Mm-hmm. And as Powell suggested, you know, more big interest rate hikes may be coming, even though the Fed may slow the pace of those increases. But more hikes, what would that mean for other major central banks around the world? Definitely, if you, we at least we look in this part of the world, right, with the Fed continuing on its uh, rate hike trajectory, mm-hmm. uh, we will see that a lot of the central banks uh, would likely to have to continue to push forward with their own rate hike cycles, perhaps not in the same magnitude for a lot of them, but certainly like uh, I think just a few hours after the Fed announcement, the Philippine Central Bank itself, they Mm -hmm. pre-announced their 17th of November (laughs) uh, policy decision today, Mm -hmm. uh, which they are confirming that they will do a 75 basis point Mm -hmm. hike as well, uh, tracking the Fed fairly closely. And when we look at uh, perhaps like uh, Bank of Korea, Mm-hmm. Uh, where expectations is also that they you look at the kind of um, inflation dynamics that they have and also at the backdrop of Fed hiking at this aggressive level, Bank of Korea may be also needing to have at least a 50 basis point hike coming in for mm. their last meeting this year. Right, right. And I saw that some experts are saying that basically this November meeting by the U.S. Fed is actually not about November, but about December. So what can we expect for December now? It's another 75 basis point, or can we go dovish and 50 basis yeah. point? Yeah, um, like, sorry, like what you have pointed out just now, right? They were telling us about the the terminal rate being higher than what was initially mm-hmm. uh, projected, but they also he also added that it would be could be appropriate to slow the pace of increase as soon as the next meeting, which mm. is the December meeting. So I think putting the combination together, right, I definitely still think that uh, rate hikes are still going to be in the system. Mm-hmm. The next one is definitely going to be a hike. There is no chance of a pause, mm-hmm. but uh, the chance of them slowing down to a 50 basis point is there, which is that's our house view. So then with a further aggressive or further tightening, um, what does that mean for the U.S. economy? Definitely on the flip side of things, when you tighten and you are bringing down aggregate activity, right? Mm-hmm. GDP growth is likely to slow. Mm. And the question is how much it becomes when it's slow enough that it will turn into a recessionary yeah. picture. Currently, we are expecting our forecast for the three major developed economies of US, UK, and the Eurozone, right? Mm-hmm. We are expecting them to tilt into contraction in terms of their headline GDP. Mm. So it is still a fairly shallow recession picture that we have, especially for the US. But again, right, our projection of this is still, they, they did not give a really a timeline terminal rate that they are looking at being higher. Mm. We are looking at currently from our... Uh, 4.75, we are looking at the upper bound now at 5%. Mm. If when we see the next few inflation prints and they keep pushing up higher, not coming back down, especially for their core core inflation numbers, right? Certainly the expectations for more hikes coming in may not be all 75 basis points anymore, but certainly if you throw in a few more 50 basis point hikes from December onwards to, let's say, the first quarter or first half of the year, right? Mm. Then that may be extremely dampening uh, cycle right towards the GDP growth itself Mm. and we will may see the GDP contraction much steeper than what we have now anticipated.
But for now, we are looking at a shallow, a, a shallow kind of contraction in 2023. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Alvin, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Alvin Leo, Senior Economist at UOB. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.